this podcast is about business and personal development and everything else going on in the world. Uh, this is the podcast for the everyday hustler who's you know looking to unwind after a long day. <laughs> yeah, so join us on our journey as we become better in business. And pretty much just better people in general. <laughs> This is Jared. Hey, this is Amari. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Off the Hustle. This is another episode of Greatness, man. Another week. It's Monday. And I'm pretty sure you guys can hear the joy in my voice. I'm ready to get to it. Got some goals that we want to accomplish before the month is out. And I'm man, I'm stoked, bro. I'm hyped. Oh yeah. So so everybody know what we're talking about today. We're talking about the customer experience. Mm-hmm. We really want to dive into how we're starting to realize that now that COVID has come out, you start to see the flaws in people's customer experience. Yeah, man. I was included. Not we're not excluded from this. <laughs> uh, so the crazy part is, and what we really want to touch into is the five what we deem as our five principles to setting a great customer experience. Uh, with that being said, I kind of want to challenge not just business owners, but anyone who's looking at customers to kind of just think about the experience you've been giving your customers because there's a distinct difference between Chick-fil-A and everybody else. Even during COVID, Chick-fil-A had lines wrapped around every Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and a good, and a, but the unique thing was despite how long and how hectic the, the line seemed to be, they was getting in and out. And everyone would wait. You're you willing to wait. I will not wait 20 minutes at McDonald's. <laughs> no. But if I'm in Chick-fil-A and it's a 20-minute wait, That's because, I'll, I'll go sit outside. Yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. And I actually, and speaking about Chick-fil-A, I actually worked for Chick-fil-A before when I was in college. And I can tell you, like, they make their food fresh. For like, When you think about fast food, you kind of think about, like, a mass production of food being cooked. Yeah, that little that microwave you see in the yeah, back of Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. But where Chick-fil-A, they actually fillet the chicken. They actually make sure it's properly thawed and properly cooked. And so if they say, hey, it's a 20-minute wait, just know that 20-minute wait is going to be fresh. very worth it because the food is going to be fresh, man. Yeah, it's to the point that they were giving so much good customer service and custom service to customers that they had to come out with a whole rule about how they wouldn't even, <laughs> how they wouldn't change the temperature on French fries anymore. Yeah. Think about that. Your customer experience is so well that you got to create a rule to exempt stuff. Yeah. And like that's, it, it just, it speaks volumes about how a company of that magnitude embraces the customer experience because they know that's one of the things that helps them stand out amongst the, the competition. Yeah. So my two at the top of the list when it comes to restaurants, uh, I've been to quite a few. Uh, the best experiences that I have consistently, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks. Consistently, yeah. great service. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll go to Burger King every now and then. you get a gym. Uh, you can go to McDonald's every now and then and get a gym. But when it comes to consistent consistent good service, and right now we're talking about restaurants, but I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper because when you look into your online businesses, yeah, think about the customer service you receive from your online businesses when you buy something. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just come into the form of how quickly your package comes. It's the detail of at which it's packaged in yeah. is when it gets to you what quality is in. Uh, I, I order quite a few, you know, boxes. So one of them I get is Beast Box. So a Beast Box, no matter how I get it, the box always comes in pristine condition. 
the material inside is always high quality. It's always what they guarantee. It always comes with a letter that describes what exactly what's in the package. It's really well, always in great font. The font matches the theme of the package. It, it, when I look at it, I'm like, I'm excited to get this. Yeah, and I know, and I can tell you from an experience of someone who actually sells products um, via the internet online. Um, I've been doing this ever since I was, you know, been a young teenager up to even present day. I still, you know, sell a lot of um, streetwear, like hats, shoes, all types of clothes through eBay and Facebook Marketplace, uh, applications called like Grip. If you're familiar with like streetwear, you've heard of StockX, um, the Go app, Grill. Um, Depop, um, Postmark, list goes on. So there's yeah. so many different marketplaces out there. But one of the things that I have received great reviews on from customers, um, and you know from recent weeks up to going back years, on um, is my customer experience um, when it comes to give make sure that I give solid communications, I give clear expectations um, to what hey what they should expect from me as a seller uh, when it comes to talking about shipping their products faster. Uh, make sure, hey, once the transact, once you pay me that fee for whatever product you be buying for me, guess what? That same day, I'm printing the ship label. I'm going to the post office or I'm going to UPS, FedEx, wherever I'm, I'm shipping it um, through, and I'm getting to you quick. You know, if I say, hey, I'm gonna ship, you should receive your item within like three days, you may get it in two, depending on how quick I move, or how quick my my storefront uh, operates. And but one thing for sure, I always try to give clear communication. Try to give you know always uh, make sure I give them thanks. Of I greatly appreciate your support because you're a customer that's going out of your way to you know you could have bought from bought this item from anywhere else. So you know there's plenty of people out there doing the same thing that I I do, but you chose me and you chose me for a reason. So I will make sure that I show you my you know my gratitude through how I um, serve you as a customer. And, you know, I'm just getting that feedback from customers and saying how much they actually appreciate the, you know, the, the tailored service that I give them individually. You know, it goes a long way. And I when you look at it from a major scale, from like uh, the food industry, the fashion industry, retail, um, auto, the auto remarketing industry that I'm pretty, I'm pretty much familiar with. There's so many, so many different ways that businesses have found their niche into giving tailored um, customer experience to their clients, and it's like the moment just to be able to just kind of have that conversation with you about just things like Chick Fil A and McDonald's, you know, and a few other um, examples that we've spoken on up to to this point. It 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 kind of gets me excited to actually add those same aspects into our businesses and the things that we continue to create. So, you know, I just, you know, it gets, it's, I think that's one thing about business that I always get a um, a spark in it of enjoyment. You know, I'm willing to do that no matter what day or hour it is. That's something that I get a joy from, you know, kind of like a uh, motivation to keep going and, and scaling your business. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're trying to scale it, scale it vertically or trying to grow it and expand to different, you know, horizons. I say that customer experience is something that make you want to serve others if you truly care about the service and the product that you're giving. Yeah, it's the building block, man. It's yeah. when when I worked in car sales, man, I had to learn the difference when I became when I start working with different dealerships, the difference mm-hmm. between uh buying a Nissan and buying an Infinity. Oh yeah. Created by the same company. 
different names, but mm-hmm. same company, different brands. Buying a Nissan is the everyday man's car. Your customer experience is going to be great. But when you buy an Infiniti, you expect the customer service to be uh, what they call white glove. Top of the line. Mm. And what I've come to realize is when you take that high quality customer experience and put it on the everyday man's item, mm-hmm. you win even more. Because most people think, well, this you know, it's, a, it's an everyday thing. It, do, it doesn't have to have the top of the line customer service. Now, man, can you imagine if you got Ruth Chris style service at <laughs> a McDonald's? And I'm pretty sure there, there's a McDonald's out there. I haven't ran into it. I think but, I, I've heard of it, but I've, not, it's, I've definitely heard of it, of it being outside of the U.S. But but just get to your main yeah, point. Yeah, but yeah. to your main point, I think that would be something like, you know, um, remarkable to like your everyday, you know, supporter of McDonald's, you so, know, restaurants. So to dive in, we we kind of want to we don't want to hold you guys on suspense any longer. We kind of want to break it down into those five principles we were talking about. Yeah. So the first principle is making it your own. When it comes to providing a great, extraordinary customer experience, the first thing you have to do is make it your own. Employers, uh, business owners, whoever you are within your organization, you have to embrace your own uniqueness. You have to. It's the first thing you can do to make it your own. Once you embrace your own uniqueness, then you can start customizing the experience for every customer. You Because you can't give a unique customer experience if you don't know what's unique about you. Yeah, and and I glad I'm very glad you said that. You know, just like that last sentence that you mentioned, what is special about you? What makes you stand out? And I think that element right there and these five, you know, these five key elements of great uh, and exceptional customer experience, that right there is like the beginning and end of the process mm-hmm. of giving great customer experience. When you actually know who you are as a person and as a server of, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever your um, role, I feel you, whatever your role is in, in, in the business operation, it helps you understand, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is some things that I want to work on and develop, you know, as I get better um, each part, each, you know, each time I, I, I make an attempt, but this also what makes me unique and make a huge impact to what we do. And with that, this is how I can be able to, you know, make my own lane and give that tailored experience that we talk about. Yeah. And and then once you're able to do that, I think it starts all with them, how you welcome the customer and making it your own. Mm-hmm. A great welcoming sets you way apart from everyone else. That's the one thing that's always great about Chick-fil-A, your Starbucks, even Moe's. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed? Like, it's part of Moe's welcome policy. Moles. You have to hear welcome to Moe's. <laughs> you have to. Like, if you don't hear welcome to Moe's, you get upset. Yeah. Because it's part of the experience. It makes you feel involved. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of it. No matter what your company is, again, those are restaurant experiences. But imagine if you walk into, uh, give me something you walked into recently that wasn't a restaurant. I would say, um, let's kind of go into the auto industry. You know, I had to, you know, do some things in my car. Yeah, just kind of like typical maintenance. That's my background. You know? <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, when I, um, so let's say like your, your typical car dealership. Have you ever um, worked or either worked with or worked at a dealership where 
you walked in and like the presence was so welcoming and people, the staff and what? the people embraced you. Man, I made it my mission. Yeah. To be that guy when I worked at a dealership. Mm. The best place to always be is at the front desk right by the door. You get the most customers. Because everyone see you at the front desk. And they, you know, most minds, they equate front desk means he's typically the best salesman. When I first started, I couldn't get the first desk. Really? I never I never really knew that. Yeah, that's why yeah. people do it. Yeah, you're the first person you see when you walk in. It's yeah. a dealership. The way they set up, you see the first three desks. So in your mind, who do you want to work with? That person, right? The there. first person I see. Yeah. The first three people I see. Mm-hmm. Unless you're specifically coming in for somebody. So what I started to do, I used to sit, I could legit map out how our desk was set up. It was three and three, so six here, then it was another six behind it. Mm-hmm. I was in the eleventh seat on the left side. So what I would always do, as soon as someone walked in, I would stand up and say hello. From my desk. From that from that spot, I would look at the front door and yell hello. Because who, who attention did I get? I got your attention, and I make you feel welcome. Yeah, despite even that, that far away position, it makes it, it catches the person too because like you hear someone from far away that's yeah. kind of outside your immediate, your immediate sight. You're seeing someone say, I'm going, and you can <laughs> hey. clearly tell I'm going out of my way yeah. to make you feel welcome. Like I want to I make sure that you get what you need while you're here working yeah. with us, visiting Another thing I would do is I stand right by the front door. We had a receptionist. I when the receptionist went to lunch, I would always take their desk. That's real. I can greet everyone as soon as they walk in. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome. Yeah. Are you are you here for sales of service today? Yeah. And I go straight into greeting them. I don't I don't need to sell you a car. Mm-hmm. I'm greeting you. Are you here for sales of service? Can I direct you to someone? Because yeah. you're always nice to the receptionist. The receptionist never did anything. Yeah. But then when they say, I'm here to buy a car. Oh, that's amazing. Do you know what you're, looking, you're interested in? And I'm diving, I'm diving into the preliminary questions without being salesy. Right. And then immediately when I can get into those, what is the person going to do? When they eventually say, well, uh, can you find someone that can help me? I mean, I could help you if, if you're okay with that. Well, I thought you were a receptionist. Well, I'm, I, I deal in customer service and sales. Yeah, great way. That's a great intro right to every time. That. Man, I still that, that relationship. Customers doing that. Yeah, just sitting at the front desk, or if they're in service, I didn't work in service. I never worked in service. I would love to one day, but I never did. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would go to the back into the service area, and I would. It was one morning. What I did was I went and got. Uh, I was right. We we're near Dunkin' Donuts. I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, buy a twelve box, a box of twelve. Walk around service and give out donuts to customers. They 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 all members. thought I was the receptionist. Yeah, no team members too, but that's on some different types. Yeah, I feel like. But <laughs> but no, I walk around, ask customers, "Hey, what brings you in so early?" Because I get there at seven eight o'clock right. when service opens. No one else is there. No other salesperson getting up that early. And I walk in. And I'm handing out coffee. Well, you know, hey, you're sitting here. Here, here's a donut. You want some coffee? I'll go make it for you. That's and it's real. just breaking the ice. It's always welcoming. And what I started to realize is maybe not that day, maybe not a month from now, but three months from now, people would always come in and ask for me. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? I was going to say that. And I'm like, you remember me? I was going to say that doesn't just break the ice. That builds the bridge right yeah. there, man. I had one guy who was coming in to buy a truck. He originally didn't want to buy a truck. He was he actually had uh, the Xfinity, uh, it was the truck, the, the Q, Q80, I want to say. Like the QX90 or? No, I think it's the 80. I think 80? it's the 80. I think. Yeah. 
I like those trucks though. Yeah, it lo- it looks like the the uh the Armada now. It yeah, it the, does. It yeah. was the old Armada. The, yeah. The new Armada body style. Yeah. But he had one of those. He'd always come to us to get the oil changes because we was closer. Every time he came, I'd offer him offer him a snack, offer his kids a snack. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd only see him every three months. Now, yeah, that's right, the first month, month he'd come. Uh, actually, I see him a little bit sooner. Sometimes he'd come in sooner for oil changes. Mm-hmm. So I saw him the first time, introduced myself. He came in. He came. He left. Came back with his wife. Entered, did the same thing. He leaves. Don't see him again. Comes back two, three months later. Get oil change. Do the exact same thing. And he says, "You know, I wasn't gonna talk to anybody today, but man, every time I come, you're just nice. I only seen the man two times. Every time I come, you're nice. Uh, I was looking at getting a truck. What can you tell me about him?" I can tell you everything. What do you need to know? Boom. Right there, right it built the bridge just from yeah. welcoming him every yeah, time he came. Right there, that's the that's the easy yeah. entry to go ahead and get that sale. And it was crazy because I did I did a couple things in that role. I mm-hmm. I always welcomed them. I was always genuine. I was always considerate, and I was always knowledgeable. Yeah, and I think those are the like those are like the four keys to, to making it your own. Yeah, to making it your own, and also too when you talk about. Just within, like, think about it, being, like, the great welcome, the, you know, the being truly genuine in your approach, in your engagement, you know, being very considerate of the person and their needs. Not trying to be just strictly on, you know, strictly focused on you trying to get the sale or get the, get the buy-in, but you are focused on helping that person despite if they say, I want to go forward with the transaction or, hey, let me think about it or, hey, this is not for me. You know, nevertheless, this is something that you're um, taking pride in and giving your time and effort towards helping that person, despite of just being selfish and egotistic. And I'm, I, I know those are some strong words to, to reference to in reference no, no, I mean, no, when, no. You, when you talk about customer experience, especially in the just in the intro of being yourself, you know, um, being your true impactful person at, um, in reference to giving that great welcome and when I think about it, everything you just mentioned, the welcome, the the generosity, being genuine, being considerate, and then closing out with being knowledgeable, because those all complement each other and other yeah. within like a sub process of just in giving that moment with them, because everything leads up to hey, what can you tell me about this item? What can you tell me about this this thing I need help with or I'm I'm looking for? I got you. You know, I, once you get to the, the being knowledgeable part. You're pretty much the, the deal is done. done. All you have to do is just don't mess it up. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't mess it up, man. By that point, you've probably built so much rapport they like you. Exactly. And then if you're in a business that's not sales, mm-hmm. and you're in like a restaurant, imagine if you're you're genuinely nice. You want to get to know the people. You remember people's names. Yeah. Like if you're if, especially if you're someone like a Starbucks or someone when they come in every day of the week, two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Two or three times a day, every day of the week. Right. And you memorize their name. You memorize their favorite drink. You think you're not going to get a tip? Yeah. And I and I, honestly, when I think about those four things that we just mentioned, you know, uh, and I'll say again, just for you guys to, who are listening may not be following where we're going with this, the, the welcoming, being genuine, being considerate, and being knowledgeable, 
each of those four things are very important, not just for you to close the deal, but also to build relationships and to perfect your craft as a salesman or as a um, as a person that serves others. And when I think out of those four, I want to say not to dim it, dim the light down on being knowledgeable, but that's probably the least of your words. I think the big, I, I feel like, I, I, and trust me, this is coming from a person no, who no, is, I, this is coming from a person who is very new to sales, who is very new to the whole people side of the business. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not wet behind the ears in, in reference to it, but when it comes in comparison to someone like you, who has definitely had, who has built a career off of the people side of business, I am learning very quickly that, hey, the knowledge is one thing. There's plenty of people who have all the knowledge in the world, especially to what they do. They spend plenty of days, months, and years learning more about it each and every um, moment they get. But something that that is, you can't. It cannot be taught from a textbook. Or if it can, it can only be taught so much. You have to go out there and do it, and you have to find your, you have to find your way of expressing it. Is the people side of it, which is yeah. being welcoming, being genuine, and being considerate of the person that you're trying to help. Remember, and you're trying to help them, not trying to sell them, trying to help them. And that takes us into like the second principle we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. where is you have to remember that everything matters. Yeah. Even the, the, the small things to you aren't small to someone else. You got to remember, you do this every day. Yeah. This is something that I learned a lot. I was told a lot in sales. You have to remember, you do this every day. They do not. When, like when I was in, in car sales, people buy cars three, four times in a lifetime. You know, the average person, they only buy a car every three years, every four years. Yeah, it's not going to the grocery store and getting Yeah, it's not buying milk. <laughs> yeah. People buy milk every day. But you do this. They don't. You yeah. know this. So every little thing matters. You have to pay attention to detail. And it's not by it's by design, not by accident. Yeah, you have to custom customly build the customer experience, and you have to pay attention to exactly how everything works. Recently, me and you we introduced checklists yeah. into everything we do. Yeah, we have to because what are we doing? By design, we're creating the customer experience. We're making where it's effortless, it flows. Where to the customer, they don't see the kinks and the change. They just really see a flawless experience and and i think that one of the biggest benefits of doing that uh let's just take the example of the checklist approach to you know building that customer experience if there's days where i wake up where i'm on my i'm on my a game i'm willing to go i look forward to doing the calls i look forward to going out to the properties and meeting up with people and look you know going through properties and just you know engaging with others to see what they need from us and then there's days where I'm I'm in a slump. I'm I'm either down on myself or it's days where I'm actually just not in the mood to engage with other people. I just want to be able to look at numbers, look at spreadsheets, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Days I, you know, look at operations. I there's days where I just want to get back into that comfort zone, but or my comfort zone, but I understand that I cannot let up and, and I cannot uh, fall off of what momentum we're building as a team and what mom- what momentum I'm building as an individual uh, professional because it's just like working out. It's just like building a muscle. 
the more you do it, you learn more about what you need to work on, and you also benefit from the the wins that you get as well as the those daily gains that you receive from continuing to practice the standard procedures. And I'm happy you you mentioned like going to the gym. Yeah. Because one of the things we talked about on this one when we were building the episode was you have to create the environment. Right. You always have to create the environment one where you're productive, but also the environment where your customer succeeds uh, and they feel the customer experience. Mm-hmm. So, like, in, in reference to us, like, there are days when we just feel like, you know, no, I don't feel like, like talking to nobody today. I don't man. feel like talking to nobody. Hey, and people just send us checks and we'll just be like, <laughs> hey, good day. And, 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 but, you know, but going back to, you know, finding a way to help you stay on track of what's important. For us, it's checklist to somebody else. It may be, you know, um, sticky notes to somebody else. It may yeah. be another. It may be whatever. It may be another approach to it. But you have to make sure that you have to make sure that you put things in place that remind you of what's truly important. And that's and that's when you say everything matters. It does. But you have to be you have to be remind you have to be um, aware of out of everything. What are those top priorities that Help that helps you stay um, cognizant of what those um, what is truly important out of everything, out of all the things that can go wrong, out of all the things that can probably catch you off guard. At the end of the day, what does those things tie back to? What's the root cause of you doing what you are striving for? And that's where when you talk about every everything matters, you have to kind of scale it back down to where it makes sense for you and you only, or at least for those team members that you have to work with and being able to make sure that everyone everyone can relate, buy into it, and make sure that they can also tailor it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that that's what helps create the customer experience. It's, it's, it's the tailored feel for the customer, mm-hmm. but also the tailored feel for the person that's given the experience. Yeah. Because you're if you're working retail, someone's going to ask you about the same shirt 50 million times. Yeah. But every single time you have to ask, like it's the first time you've been asked that question. But you 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 worked in retail, yeah. So there's a there's a point where someone about fifty people out of the day, if you work in the grocery section, are is going to ask you where's the peanut right. butter. When I when I worked in retail, I was an assistant manager over the entire sales floor and checkout lanes. So you talking about the two key departments, you know. Two of the two of the many key departments out of a whole retail operation, where the customer matters the most, where they the customer does come first. The customer is always right, despite what the situation may be. And from the you know just kind of tying back into what we talked in reference to the first key of you know making it your own and being you know the welcome. The moment that person walks, the a, a customer walks into that building. You have to embrace them, and throughout their entire life cycle of them walking the sales floor, looking for what they're you know shopping for, and them having questions or them inquiring to see if we still have something to stock to try to find out the price or whatever the thing they're looking for. We have to make sure that we show up and have to give them that experience of hey, this is your first time here. This is my first time giving this experience to you. Let's make the best for each other. And if you don't take the time to remind yourself that 
it, it, it seems like it's, oh, it can be overwhelming at times, and it can, especially if you're talking about a, a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon where everyone and their families are trying to shop for groceries and shop for the new tour, the new game that just came out. Yeah, things can get hectic. Um, so anyone who works retail, trust me, I understand. I, I have my own battle scars with it, but I, I have learned something that matters. You have to show up no matter how many times someone people will may come up to you about uh, that one product or that, that one service, you have to be able to understand that it's not their fault that they that 50 people, 50 to 100 people are trying to come to you about this popular item or service. You have to understand that it's not about you. It's about them getting what they need. And the moment you lose sight of that, that's where you start to catch the attitudes. That's where the egos start to come into the midst. And you find yourself having very not um, positive um, interactions with people, and I like I like that you mentioned the negative interaction. Yeah, because I've noticed that the times when I have the worst interactions, times of the next principle, mm-hmm. is when I'm not delighted, mm, when yeah. I'm not happy. Right. Honestly, uh, let's change the title of the next principle because we're going to call it like making the customer happy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just make it surprise and delight. Yeah, is better when. You have the best customer experience. This me personally speaking. I have the best customer experience when I'm surprised and delighted. When they go above and beyond, and it doesn't have to be anything big. Yeah. When I order a coffee, and the person hands me the cream, I don't expect that. It's the, and honestly, it's the little things that matter yeah. the most. Those are the things that surprise you, right? Those are things that catch you on guard, and you know, I've, I've as a Listen, let me take off the hat of me being a business owner or a worker. Let's put on the customer hat. Looking from a looking from the lens of an everyday customer that, you know, think about when you go to Starbucks or go to some of your favorite restaurants, some of your favorite stores, supermarkets, um, even your, your favorite mechanic. It's something that that person does that makes you feel special enough to come back again and again. And I promise you, it's not something that is requiring of fireworks and fanfares and you know, loud blaring music of your favorite song, it's something little like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's the kids doing? You know, uh, asking about or saying, hey, congratulations on the... Uh, I forgot the <laughs> No, you're good. Uh, but, you know, pretty much little things that stand out from um, just saying the typical rhetoric, you know, because when we think about customer experience, we think about someone saying, hey, welcome to this place or, hey, how you doing? Can, can I help you with anything? Those are typical things. But saying, hey, how's it going? And trying, like, meeting that person where they at based on, like, their energy levels. You know, you kind of tell, like, if you, you know, as a customer, I know one thing that, that gets that gets me excited um, when I'm shopping around for something. is someone who is um, taking the time out to ask me about what I'm looking for, but also giving me enough space. Like, hey, man, like... Um, you look for looking for anything special? No, I'm just you know just kind of browsing. Hey, that's cool, man. Um, but just you know, if you look for anything, let uh, if you find any questions or anything that you're looking for, let me know. I'm right over here. My name is John, or my name is Ashley. You know, the funny part Get is the best experience I had with that was one that I thought would upset me. I was hmm. at I, I think I was at Best Buy. I was somewhere. I was somewhere where I don't go a lot. Probably Best Buy. And guy comes up. I mean, it was Best Buy. It was in a TV section. I wasn't going to buy a TV. But, you know, sometimes you got to look. 
I got I got two nice TVs. I don't mm-hmm. need another one. But I'm looking, and then the guy comes by, and he's it threw me off. He said, "Hey, I see you've been over here for a while. Are you looking for something in particular?" And he stopped me before I could even say the, say no, I'm not. And and immediately said, "I know you're gonna say you don't need any help, but you're eventually gonna ask me. So let's just skip that step. Which TV do you like?" And I'm like, "Caught you off guard." It surprised me, it, and it made me happy. I don't know why. It's like he immediately knew. I'm about to say, yeah, I don't, I don't need no help, man. I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. And he immediately went, I know you say you're gonna say you're just looking, but just tell me which TV you like, and I'll tell you about it. And I thought, I'm just like, okay, the one with the nice fish on it. Just tell me about that one. Then. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, thank you. He said, we didn't have to do that part. <laughs> and he just went straight. He introduced himself and he went straight into it. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, I kind of want to buy a TV now. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so and that but but um going yeah and that but I think you know just that with him switching it up and how he cut he cut he cut through the chase and got straight to the point and said hey you know just and he did it in a, in a way where it wasn't like interfering of your space or your time it was something where it was actually compliment he he probably seen something probably in the body language. Or he probably seen you from afar before he approached you, seeing that you were looking probably at specific, you know, section mm-hmm. TVs, and based on those, you know, those those clues, he uh, he knew to approach you confidently in that manner, where it was like he knew that it was going to be more of a compliment versus a uh, a red flag of uh, on his end. Yeah, and it go it goes into our next principle. Yeah, embracing resistance. You have to know your customers and you have to know what is going to be the bad outcomes Mm -hmm. Uh, if you work in retail if you ask somebody if they need help they're always going to say i'm just looking Mm -hmm. it is nine times out of ten because because a lot of times when people when people are shopping around for anything they want to have that personal space they want to you know when they be when they you know no matter what they're looking for they want to be able to have that me time yeah, they're conditioned to it. The yeah. way I was, I, I, it's the way I was always taught. They're conditioned to say, "I'm just looking." No one wants to be sold. Everyone wants to buy. Mm-hmm. So if I walk over and say, "Hey, can I help you?" What do they think I'm trying to do? They think I'm trying to sell them something. Of course. What are they gonna say? No, I'm just looking. But if you're someone who knows something like that and you're trying to create an amazing customer experience, you have to embrace that resistance. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming. Why? Why do you let it happen? Yeah. So if you know, clap. You walk up to someone and you say. Hey, welcome to you know I'm I'm gonna go real traditional car sales. Do it, hey man. Hey, welcome to ABC Motors. Be, be yourself, man. Welcome to ABC Motors. <laughs> All right, you know how can I help you? Yeah. My name. Well, the traditional greeting is welcome to ABC Motors. I'm Jared. You stick your hand out. Mm-hmm. And Jared. Of course. Let's do it. How can How can I assist you? Yeah, you know, man, just browsing right now. Just browsing. Oh, you browsing for some image. I knew you were gonna say it. Why, yeah, why did I? Why did I go for it mm-hmm. when I could have just went? Hey, welcome to ABC Motors. Doing a little looking, doing a little shopping. What's your answer? Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, get, you don't get one or two. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm shopping. Is yeah or no? Yeah. And if it's no, what are you here? Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> doing looking, that... doing shopping. Yes, no, shopping. no. Why are you here? Like honestly, it's, it's been time where I, I know me personally. It's been times where I I've pulled up and just don't know what I'm just here to just 
Get out the house, bro. But but you looking? Looking for something. So that the answer is yes, still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still. If if I walk up to you and hey, welcome to ABC Motors. Yeah. Doing some looking, doing some shopping. Hey man. Doing some looking. Doing some looking. <laughs> just wanted to get out the house. Hey. Yeah. I'm glad you came. I just wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah. So hey, we here. What you we looking going? for anything in particular? Car, truck, SUV, service, sales. Man, looking for an SUV. SUV. Okay. <laughs> See, yeah. you trying to go four seat, eight seat. I big the family. Nah, man, I got about four kids. Four kids. That's great. <laughs> you in the local area? Yeah, live. You know, live not too far away from here. Awesome. Well, are we the first dealership you've looked at an SUV uh, at? No, I've been to quite a few dealerships. You know, you know, just kind of been bragging. Quite what, a few. Now I gotta ask. Yeah. Why didn't you buy nothing there? <sighs> the customer experience wasn't. You know, everyone tried to like. Was very standoffish. Um, the low inventory didn't add on to the experience myself. You know, personally, I like to be able to come to um, a car lot and see, you know, a fairly new inventory. And I also like to see that the salesmen are trying to actually um, help me out versus just trying to get a sale. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, thank you for sharing that with me. I, I want to let you know in advance, the inventory you see on the lot isn't our complete inventory. We also have additional dealerships that are part of our dealer group that we can pull any vehicle from. Oh, really? I wanted to let you know that in okay. advance. And with customer experience, it, it's a little sad that these days the customer experience is starting to fall off a little bit. I blame the internet, but that's just me. Yeah, you know me, man. I just... <laughs> you know, you Look, know. It, yeah, yeah, I got so you right into it. You yeah, start dropping your guard. You yeah, just, yeah I, I didn't buy nothing because it... And you, you know the funny part? You told me exactly how to sell you. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the customer gives you... Not like not no mysterious clues that you have to go searching for. They actually show you and tell you exactly what they want, how they want to be treated, and what they need from you yeah, in that you moment. Told me. You, t- yeah. you said I got four kids. I'm looking for an SUV, and I don't have four I've kids. I've been to I want guys to know that I do not have four kids. Uh, I look forward to having kids one day. Just don't have them right now. So yeah, and you told me straightforward. Four kids looking for an SUV. I need, you said straightforward, I need amazing customer experience. Yeah. And then you said, I need choices. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think when, and, um, but I, I like that, you know, that role play that we just did, um, because it reminds me of, from a customer's perspective, of how your typical customer comes in with the imaginary short sword and shield ready to defend their personal space and their experience because oftentimes we do get poor experience not so much from our direct interaction with a salesman or a team member that works at the establishment but oftentimes we get the bad experience from not getting the interaction at all yeah and you know you know the funny part of what i didn't do what i didn't try to shake your hand yeah i didn't tell you my name i didn't ask your name i respected all the boundaries Mm -hmm. of you, yeah. I you, you saw the first time I stuck my hand out immediately. I yeah. tried to shake it. What did I do? I went straight into your personal space. Right. What are you? What, be for real. When when you okay, take it back to college. You get on the gold route, the blue route. Mm-hmm. Somebody sit right next to you. What do you do? I usually ask, "Hey, is it cool if I sit right here?" No, that's me personally. I'm saying the stranger sits by you. You already sitting there. Oh, you yeah, got your oh, headphones. Yeah, 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 you I'm give a, them the. I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at them like with the side. I'm like, man, like, bro, I was enjoying this extra leg room. Man, you ain't even gonna ask. Yeah, like for real. Cause, yeah, cause but, especially in these these times right now with COVID, it's like yeah, yeah with COVID out. Now, you know, want to shake hands? We can knock elbows. Like I'm saying you gonna really, you really finna sit right next to me, man? Yeah, all right. 
Man, I, I didn't think my shin could take this many, my, my, not my shin, my forearm could take this many hits because that's how I dab people up now. Here you go. Honestly, I've, been, I've been doing that for since way before COVID. Like, what's going on, fam? Like, especially, like, hey, if it's I'm something. I'm to go old school with it, man. I'm starting chuffing the deuces at people. I, hey, trust hey. me, I do that a lot of times. How you doing? Yeah, hey, you get the head, you, yeah, you get the head nod with the, the deuces. You get the pound, and like all right, for sure. Like, rarely do I, I have I done handshakes, and this, this is before COVID. It's just kind of something I do, because um, you just honestly, I feel like even before COVID, um, even outside of just the customer experience um, area, just think about people to people interactions. You know, just the common things like hand, like the handshake with the grip. Those are things that kind of like dying out now. You know, those things are kind of like. They're still alive, alive mm-hmm. and well, but you don't see it as often as you used to. Um, I think due to technology, social media, of course, the internet overall, people engagement is kind of like becoming a lost art. Yeah, and I don't think it's that. It give it a lot of people, and we're going on a little soapbox, but a lot of people say the internet is ruining personal interaction. I think it's just making it what it truly, truly was, what it truly is. People truly don't want to interact with each other in that manner. Hmm. People, honestly, people don't like having a personal space invaded. Yeah, and business. I, I see that. You know, see business that. requires that you invade personal space. Even down when you look at a handshake, you know, people broke down the psychology of a handshake where if you turn your hand over someone else's, it asserts dominance. Mm-hmm. You got to touch them. It, it's like, come on. Yeah, even like even with those, even with those handshakes where you kind of like dap each other up and you try to bring each other in. Like even yeah, with it's those, one person, a little bit more force. It's like on, I, I remember I've had to. I, I, I can tell you right now from personal experience. I, you know, I'm definitely a type of person where I don't appreciate that. It's like, hey, yeah. we, like, like we even if we don't bring each other in to embrace each other furthermore in the handshakes, like we can keep it, just keep it even. Once we start trying to do the tug, tug of war, war. it's like, fam, like, I'm going to have to just look you in the eye and be like, hey, fam, are you, you okay? Got it. You got it. Nah, I don't want to do that. I'm like, hey, fam, are you okay? Are you having a bad day? Is, is there, you know, is there anything that we need to address? Because obviously what you're showing me, uh, you, 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 need to, you need to feel valued, you know, because I feel like oftentimes, you know, that kind of going to tangent, that does kind of, like, people's actions, especially through their mannerisms, the body language, the eye contact, it says a lot about how they feel about themselves, how they feel about you, where you you know your friendship or whatever you know rapport you guys have, those things the, the actions speak a lot more than the words that's coming out the person's mouth. Yeah, so and eighty percent of the interaction. Yeah, and I think that ties back into customer experience. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, you have to y'all like how we did that. We we brought the soapbox got, right back into. Got to bring it back. Got to. So the last one <laughs> that we're gonna touch on is probably the most important. Not even the most important, but the most impactful mm-hmm. uh, principle to me, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, is leaving your mark. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go back a couple episodes, you'll know that we talked about leaving an impression mm-hmm. versus leaving an impact, and this is it, all the way. Yeah, leaving a mark is leaving an impact. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. And this is why I said at the beginning of this conversation that one of the most important, um, most important things. Um, is knowing who you are and how, you know, what attributes you bring to other people um, and especially the craft that you are, you have decided to embark on, you know, like your profession because this ties into you knowing how you make an impact to other people. 
you know, when you, you know, when you think about being lost and unaware of what your skill set is and how you know how to channel it properly to bring value to yourself as well as well as the person that you're working with, when you're lost and you don't know, you're not aware of how to do that, you you leave it to so many other different things, mm-hmm. um, um, so many things, so many external factors that can play a part in you not closing the cell, you not giving a good uh, uh, footnote to the to the interaction between you and another person. But when you know yourself and you know how to start the engagement and you know how to close the engagement, that's how you can kind of bring everything full circle about how to start and finish the process of giving great customer service. Man, that was a good closing note. So on that, I want to say <laughs> thank you for tuning in for another episode of <laughs> The Hustle. This is Jerry. Hey, man, this is Amari. Y'all be blessed. Have a great week. And make sure you give great customer service in every which way you do it, um, despite your profession. Oh, and we got video now. So check it out. Like, subscribe. And uh, like, write some comments or something. Yeah, man. Write, write what you thought was good, what we could have did better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we're going to upgrade to setting the venture. Seriously, man. You know, we do it one step at a time <laughs> around here. You know? But you see but you see the effort, you see the grind, and most importantly, you see the hustle every single week from Jared and myself. So, like he said, feel free when you watch this video, give us a like, give us your true feedback, comment, give us your full support every step of the way. And, hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Peace. Peace. Hey, everybody. I want to say thanks for listening. Yeah, man. We really appreciate you for checking us out. So make sure to follow us on social media. All the links are available within the bio section. If you're heavy, we're heavy on Instagram right now. So look us up on Off The Hustle Pod. Off the Hustle Podcast. <laughs> My bad. But, hey, guys, we're also looking for those ratings and reviews. If you got us, we're on every major platform. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, you name it, we're on it. Yeah, so don't forget, after you get to listen to each episode of Off the Hustle Podcast, give us a true and honest feedback. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. We always want to get better each and every episode. So, until next time... Peace.